From Bloomington, Indiana, welcome to Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio, sponsored by Medicare for All Indiana Bloomington. I'm Karen Greenstone, along with Dr. Rob Stone. Hello. Today, I'll be talking with my co-host, Dr. Rob Stone. Although politicians seem to have forgotten about health care, features in various media about ongoing investigations of fraud and abuse by big insurance, big pharma, big hospital systems, and private equity is being written about with clear examples of a dystopian state of health care in the United States. Trigger warning, Rob will brief us on the most current news that may set your hair on fire and be prepared for outrage. Let's start with your annual presentation in July at the IU Health Hospital and Medical School in Bloomington about the current state of healthcare reform. Tell us about what you told the hospital and the medical community. Thanks for having me on. I give this talk pretty much every year in July around the time of Medicare's birthday because Medicare was enacted in 1965. I talk about what's going on, and this year there's a lot to talk about, and it's all just things going from bad to worse. Uh, there's no easy way to say this. So, for instance, the investigative journalism award-winning outfit called ProPublica has published a series of studies, a series of papers about the for-profit insurance industry and how how hard they are to work with and how they deny care for people. And just really the titles of these articles are enough to get you going. For instance, back in February, they had an article entitled United Health tried to deny coverage to a chronically ill patient. He fought back, exposing the insurer's inner workings. Then in March, how Cigna saves millions by having its doctors reject claims without reading them. And then in May, congressional committee and regulators question the Cigna system that lets its doctors deny claims without reading files. And then in June, how often do health insurers say no to patients? No one knows. So the point of all of this is that the insurance companies simply cancel claims or reject claims or ignore claims or lose track of claims intentionally because it means they don't have to pay for care. And it puts us all as patients and me as a doctor in a worse position trying to help people get better. It's unforgivable. And then coming uh, on the heels of that was a study, for instance, uh, in the, an article in the New York Times in July of 2023, just recently, entitled, Insurers Deny Medical Care for the Poor at high rates. So this is an article talking about how many state Medicaid programs are actually administered by these big health insurance companies like United Health and Cigna, and also in Indiana by Elevance, which is the insurance company that used to be known as Anthem. And before that was known as Blue Cross of Indiana, was also known as WellPoint, and then it went back to Anthem and most recently became Elevance. And I'll say a little bit more about that in a second. But the important thing is that Medicaid patients, so these are relatively poor people, their care was being denied at rates up to 30% of the claims being made 
these companies are finding ways to deny care even through the Medicaid program, and they're doing it through Medicare as well. We've talked about that on this program before, about the privatization and the claims denial and Medicare Advantage. So it's just one thing after another. I've got to pause for a second and talk about Elevance because it's a company that I just despise and it is based right up in Indianapolis. And so they made their change to Elevance. And if you go to their website, you can read where it says, Elevance Health brings together the concepts of Elevate and Advance, exemplified by our bold purpose of improving the health of humanity. That's a mouthful. And they go on to say, we are a health company dedicated to making real progress toward improving the health of the people and communities we serve. They don't even call themselves a health insurance company. They say they are a health company and they are boldly serving us by boldly actually serving their shareholders by not taking care of people who are sick. In actuality, they're a financial institution. Wouldn't you say that? Really, they are a large financial institution, like all insurance companies are. They make their money by making money. Then I talked in my talk about private equity, which is this horrible thing moving through all parts of the economy where groups of wealthy investors like Jeff Bezos of Amazon buy up things like doctors' practices and hospitals and surgery centers. They, they're being bought up by private equity all over the place. Now, the most recent article in the Journal of American Medical Association in May talked about private equity in the U.S. from cradle to grave because they mentioned how obstetrical practices are being bought up and then now how oncology practices are being bought up. So much oncology care, not in Bloomington, but much cancer care is being now provided by these groups of doctors, which are part of these for-profit, private equity-funded entities that have just lost all humanity. And last, as Karen mentioned in the introduction, we talk about big hospitals. What we're seeing is that finally, big hospital chain mergers are being weeded out or denied by the Federal Trade Commission under some of the new regulations that President Biden has put in. But as we've talked about on this show in the past, Indiana has a problem with not-for-profit hospital systems, which have near-monopoly status and near-monopoly pricing power in Indiana, including IU Health here in Bloomington, as well as Parkview based out of Fort Wayne and the Ascension system around the the state, which we know it as St. Vincent's, Indiana has these incredibly high hospital costs from the not-for-profit hospitals. And also in July, in the New England Journal of Medicine, was a very provocative article entitled, Do Non-Profit Hospitals Deserve Their Tax Exemptions? And this article makes a little statement that in 2018, for every $100 of expenses incurred, by nonprofit hospitals, the nonprofits spent $2.30 on charity care, but the for profit hospitals spent $3.80 for charity care. In other words, the nonprofit hospitals are spending a smaller percentage of care 
than the for-profit hospital. The article says these data suggest that many nonprofit hospitals don't provide enough charity care to justify their favorable tax treatment. So here's where we're caught. Hospitals are merging, insurance companies are merging. Everything is becoming more corporatized, more monopolized. Bills are going up. Patients are getting squeezed. Patient death is increasing. We're caught in a terrible downward spiral, and we've got to figure out how to get out of it. Dear listeners, what do you think about this information? If you have comments, please go to the Medicare for All Indiana Bloomington Facebook page, and let's hear from you. Have you experienced these kinds of situations where your claims have been denied? Let us know. Let's start a conversation here. And one of the places we can have this conversation is on Wednesday, September 13th at 7 p.m. Medicare for All Indiana Bloomington will be showing American Hospitals Healing a Broken System at Woolery Mill, 2250 West Sunstone Drive off of Tap Road on Bloomington's west side. And let me just add one more thing before we close up the show. People are more important than profits. I went to medical school to take care of people. The insurance companies, they make their money and support their shareholders by not paying for care. The hospitals are trying to survive in a difficult environment, and I think they've become too powerful as well as everything's become more consolidated. But we are the people, and we can still stand up for what we believe, and this is what we need to do. This is Karen Greenstone and Dr. Rob Stone for Prescription for Healthcare on WFHB Community Radio in Bloomington, Indiana. To your good health, everyone, please stay safe and thank you for listening. We may never see this moment, a place and time again. If not now, if not now, tell me when.